in the podcast now. We can be whatever we want to be. World is our oyster. Don't even bother. We're live, by the way. Also, this candy said finest quality. It's lying. It's not that good. It's not the fucking finest quality, that's for sure. <sighs> that's like when companies are named like reputable plumbing. I'm like, if you have it in your name, I'm a little <laughs> suspect, right? <laughs> I thought there was gum under the desk, and I'd be like, what the fuck are you doing in your own boardroom, Greggy? Yeah. That's all good. Um, yeah, you're definitely not reputable if you're fucking reputable in the name. That's just silly. Yeah. Okay. Totally went in. Uh, nice. Nailed it. There was, um, I was at the gym mm-hmm. a couple of days ago. And uh, you know how you have to fucking wipe down everything now? Yeah, yeah. I wiped down the, like, stretching pad. And then there was this girl that was, like, over here. And I tried to, like, alley-oop. And, like, missed by a mile. And I was, like, not even close. And she was, like, don't be so hard on yourself. (laughs) (laughs) Nice, nice. (laughs) It was pretty funny. I thought it was good. I like it. Made me feel good about myself. (laughs) <laughs> that's good i have since hit some like sick fucking drains though yeah like from you? like at least 15 feet out it's actually i like it yeah that should be a new new gym challenge now that you have to fucking wipe everything 800 times mm-hmm. i didn't yell kobe though nah, out of respect now is you, it too soon like you can't do that but aren't yet? you paying homage i think that, that i think you should be saying kobe yeah on, as long as you drain it see i personally yell jordan Okay. But, uh, you know, just okay. to change it up. Fair enough. Maybe yell Olajuwon to really change it up. <laughs> <laughs> Not Kawhi, that guy's yeah. a traitor. Yeah, yeah. I don't know, man. He was pretty honest about his intentions. He was like, he I was will absolutely. play one year here and then leave. <laughs> <laughs> I'll get you a championship and, and then, then I'm going to... right off into the sunset. Yeah. Then I'm going to peace out. Yeah. Good for him, though. Props. Props to him, honestly. So He was also super interesting in that he had... He has no social media presence, eh? Oh, I didn't even know that. He has absolutely none whatsoever. Like, one of the highest paid players in the NBA. No presence whatsoever. Really? That's interesting. Yeah. I was actually, I had no idea. I don't follow any NBA players on social. Neither do I. Yeah. Hmm. Uh, Good for him. No, I don't. Is he, like, like, is he public about that? Is he, like, oh, I don't use it for X, or he just doesn't do it? Uh, No, like, he doesn't make a scene about it. Like, reporters will ask him about it. Like, he's not... You no, he's how, not like blatantly against it. He's not it. like in your face no. against it. No, he's you know? not he's not atheist. Yeah, 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 exactly. Catholicism or That's whatever. exactly what yeah, I'm saying. Yeah. yeah. No, he's um I think whenever they ask him, he's just like Nah. Nah. Hmm. Which is which is, you know what? Like if that's your focus. Or, yeah. If you're in a world where you can create or do your business, your work, mm-hmm. go about your life without social do it right like but i don't know here's my issue though with <clears throat> athletes having these massive platforms it's now like everything that they say is gospel so mm-hmm. it's like climate change fucking lewis hamilton's on that you know yeah well he's flying around the world in his jet <laughs> yeah exactly yeah yeah it's a weird one where they're they have to add their two cents or it's like it's a line that's been beaten to death but it's you say words other people wrote in a convincing way. Yeah. Well, and then get, people get mad at you if you don't say something, too. 
Right. You can't just be like, oh, I'm just going to see even, how this rides Yeah, out. you can't even be uh, whatever that country is, Switzerland. Switzerland. Yeah. yeah. Just observe. These days. No, yeah. you, you got to take a side. Compelled speech. Take a fucking side. Yeah. That's a nice That's jersey. Phillies. Thank you. I'm a, I'm a baseball guy, jersey guy now, apparently, because I was, I don't know. Nice. I like the look. Little, cool. Little baggy, little roomy. Yeah. Very freeing. Yeah. I felt this was like a unique team because everyone has Blue Jays, but I wanted a white one. It's also the only one left in my size on the Lids Labor Day sale. So go nice. Phillies. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. I always, because you know how the 5950 hats were the big thing in high school? Yep. And you just bought whatever the fuck looked Oh, yeah, good. whatever logo looked cool. Yeah, it didn't matter. Exactly. Didn't matter yeah. whatsoever. Yeah. I had, like, a fucking, I don't even know. Yeah. And then people ask you, like, oh, you like the so-and-sos or whatever. Who's right? the athletics? Who's the green? Oakland. Oak- Oakland athletics. I had yeah. one of those. Yeah. Moneyball. Yeah. I know, uh, oh, what was I doing? Oh, I went on, uh, last year, I went on a ski trip with mm-hmm. some family friends and um, he had lived in Chicago, so a bunch of his friends who came were from Chicago. Okay. Um, and then I wore a Chicago White Sox hat, that, or no, Chicago Cubs hat that mm-hmm. I had. Yeah. And just because, like, I had it, and it was just a hat I threw on as I was heading out the door. Mm-hmm. And then they were all like, oh, Cubs fan, hey? Because I guess they're from the neighborhood of Chicago that likes the White Sox. I don't know right. who, how the hell do I know? Like, yeah. I didn't even process it. And they're like, yeah. hmm, <laughs> this guy. And I'm like, I just like the logo, man. <laughs> you know you're a big city when you have two fucking baseball teams. Dude, that's ridiculous. Yeah. Also yeah, New exactly. York. New York. Yeah. Um, Chicago, New York. Someone else has two, I think. That's fucking crazy, I can't though. think of it, though. Can you imagine? Two football teams. Yeah. Two sports franchises. Yeah. That's crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Let alone two, like, yeah, major league. Um, fucking, what else was it? Yeah. Oh, I, I remember in Mexico. Mm-hmm. though they were the opposite because so i would wear i had my two hats and i know because you know how they like hawk all kinds of crap right and oh, it's yeah. like they have sombreros and ponchos that are like branded to nfl teams well branded it's like hand painted on oh, yeah. but um anyways i remember if i wore like a i think i had a yankees hat and a broncos hat so if i wore my yankees hat the merch guys would just leave me alone but if i <laughs> wore the Broncos hat. I remember one time I was like sitting at the edge of the pool looking out at the beach and this one dude hawking sombreros from literally 200 yards away like nice. whistles at me and he's like, yo, Broncos, Broncos, <laughs> trying to sell it to me. Oh, I guess I probably shouldn't do that accent. <laughs> but like, dude, everywhere I would be walking down the street if I wore my Broncos hat, it would be like, Broncos, Broncos, try it. and they'd be like holding up like a shirt or a sombrero or a poncho with with the Broncos. Like, and you know on. that works. And I'm like, yeah, oh, a hundred percent. You know that yeah, works. Yeah, kudos to them. They yeah. like pay attention. Mm-hmm. But uh, dude, they're the hustle culture in Mexico is real. Like you gotta recognize the game. Like they're they're so working true. their balls off to make a dollar. Like. There's no restaurants in North America where the servers stand on the street and they're like, yo, what do you guys feel like yeah. eating today? Do yeah, you want, yeah. We got this, we got this, we got this, right? That's a so, good point. Yeah. We need to learn. Yeah. Not just exactly. Mexico. It's, it's a European thing too. True, true, true. Huge in Europe. Yeah, I remember that. I mean, I haven't been to Europe since I was like 12 years old, but I remember, yeah, yeah the, waiter, the waiters would stand outside and be like, hey, like, what do you feel like having? Yeah. Blah, blah, blah. They'd like show you the menu. Yeah. Uh, and it was like, it was quite salesy, but it was... I don't know. It was interesting. They also suck at negotiating because I bought one of those fucking hats. They're like 20 euros. And I was like five. And they're like 
15. I was like, five. And they were like, 10. I was like, five. And they were like, okay. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, yeah. I don't know. Those are, man, wonder what's happening at like all-inclusive resorts in Mexico right now. That's a good question. I don't know. But, fuck, if you can make it on the street like that, you can make it anywhere. Truly. Seriously. Oh, dude. Fucking you next can, like, five like, sell something door to door or yeah. something like that. You can make millions of dollars doing something much easier and higher leverage. Return. Next five hires of Ruger. Yeah. Boom. <laughs> I know where I'm going. Yeah, exactly. I know where I'm going. Yeah. Interview on the street. Dude selling merch on the streets. You ever see that video of that one kid that was like doing, um, he would do um, window washing? Yes, and he was like, yeah, the best. Way. Oh, I yeah. know who you're talking about. Yeah, that's yeah. so good. Yeah, so it was good. amazing. To a point, it's like, dude, I think Grand Cardone posted the video. It was like, someone tag this guy so I can hire him or yeah. something of a, of that regard. Yeah, yeah. Fucking Grand Cardone. <sighs> yeah, I don't know, man. Scientology, he, make it. Happen. It'll get you. <laughs> <laughs> I was thinking, I'm like, should we do? have our um our fan base somehow because be like uh sea related like uh naval uh, terms okay call it like the sea orc which is what they call themselves yeah because we're you know long and hard and full of semen yes right? yes but uh i'm like they of all people probably police their internet presence enough that they'd send you like a de- cease and desist order if you made it even that directly <laughs> related <laughs> Might get a letter in the mail for this one, even. From who? I'm just on Scientology. Oh, Scientology. Because they're Fuck. they're 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 called the Sea Org, like Sea Organization, and right. they use like naval rankings within their structure. I didn't know that. Oh, you didn't know that? No, I had oh, no yeah, idea. They're called the, it's because they well, the, like L. Ron Hubbard bought like a decommissioned cruise ship and when they were evading taxes they all just lived on a cruise ship in like international waters that's so smart so their ranking was um yeah they were called the sea organization or sea org and then all their titles were uh naval naval related and it still is that way too fuck that's awesome yeah actually fucking pirated dianetics which is like his book oh really yeah i just figured i'd read it because why the fuck not would you pirate your book from the internet beep yeah <laughs> dot org yeah great great website yeah so um <laughs> dude he like but the thing is is apparently in his because he's he's the example of psychobabble that they teach you about a lot in um psychology classes yeah but a lot of the like psychology concepts he talks about are like a lot of the basic ones are almost vaguely right or he'll describe something like What's a different? I can't even think of. It's a like example. they're in his own words, but they're yeah, but they're like some of them yeah. are vaguely correct yeah. things, like describing I don't know cognitive dissonance or yeah. something of that regard. Yeah, but then then it's just like, but also the airplanes that dropped the bombs on Earth a thousand years ago mm-hmm. or something. Yeah, but frankly, I mean, like you have to be you have to be an influential figure to lead a cult. Oh yeah, like, exactly. Let's be, let's That's exactly it. Here. You have to yeah. be like the charismatic leader it's a it's yeah. a classic thing right yeah. yeah that's very interesting i did not know that mm-hmm. but i am going to buy a decommissioned cruise ship now <laughs> no you, like i think that that's been played out i think that you're not going to be able to do that because did i ever show you the principality of sealand where they bought a fucking yep. decommissioned oil rig 
But is that the one, is Sealand the one where it's, because there's someone who does that as like a libertarian standpoint. Yeah. But there's someone who does one where it's like an environmental thing. So he lives there to... Uh, I think this is more the, 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 the former than the latter. Okay. Yeah. Because there's, there's an American guy somewhere who does that too. And it is technically like an autonomous area. Yeah. But he does it as like a, uh, to bring attention to the amount of... Uh, fishing like interest rigs left in the ocean and our litter of the ocean that's industrial not just like straws right hmm speaking of fucking ocean litter masks, masks. yeah <laughs> yeah yeah that's that's our next problem the right? turtles are gonna be wearing masks it's not the fucking yeah yeah seriously, seriously. straw in the nose or whatever what were you saying though about the principality oh, the of sealand land? uh yeah i just it's similar similar like take on the whole thing i think they did it for i don't even know if it still exists or whatever but it was it's a it was a libertarian More thought like a experiment yeah standpoint i think they actually do some like bulletproof hosting oh okay so yeah like you can host your fucking dark web website on there <laughs> okay and not get taken down because you're not part of any a, a jurisdiction really interesting yeah but how do they get internet out there satellite i suppose maybe i guess so is that good internet so the one thing that i've like the thought experiment i've had is is the next and final frontier obviously space so are we gonna have fucking space stations oh, shit where there's no yeah. fucking taxes on the spaceship and you live on the spaceship there you go that's what damn. i thought damn or can you have hosting on a satellite and then it's not fucking and the satellite is its own thing yeah there's no jurisdiction for that satellite but i guess if you could be thing in... over a country you're part of the jurisdiction are you i don't know maybe is that how air rights work uh to infinity infinity and beyond buzz later i believe currently space isn't like quite sanctioned off like oh you flew in american like there's oh, airspace but not space space wars. right yeah there'd be a yeah, lot yeah, of wars sure. if... <laughs> yeah I don't think, maybe not a, maybe when we're old men, that will be a thing. But I just don't think space, conventional space travel will be that mass adopted in our lifetimes. Fucking trillion dollar idea. Yeah. Host fucking websites from the satellite that they're beaming directly to your eyeballs. But then they could just, I don't know, shoot it down or some shit. Could they? Do you think so? I believe there are. Can you shoot satellites down? I think they want. They feasibly could have satellites with defensive and or offensive capabilities. Yeah. But they don't. Those are Oh, Ron- no, 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 no. They could have. Ronald Reagan thing. Star Wars. Project yeah. Star Wars. <laughs> yeah. Um, actually, but it would be very complicated because your satellite orbit is about staying in a certain spot so it orbits correctly. So if That's you, true. So if you shoot a rocket, it'll push it back this way. Right? Geosynchronous so. orbit. Yeah. This sure. guy's this guy's fucking smart. Yeah, been to the LBJ Space Center. No big deal. Yeah, but if you're over the ocean, then you're fucking international waters. You have no air rights. You can yeah. just fucking post up there forever. Yeah. Speaking of fucking space, I watched. Did you watch uh, the Challenger documentary no, on Netflix? Not yet. Have you? Yeah, it's not bad. Pretty sad or kind of sad. I didn't realize they fucking lived, bro. What? No, no, no. They lived until they hit the ocean. Oh, kaput. really? Yeah. Shit. Actually, I think I remember hearing that. Yeah. I think I remember my... Crazy. What year did that happen? 86. Okay. Yeah. I think I remember discussing that my mom, because she was very 
into space stuff and we were somehow discussing the challenger mm-hmm. and then she said yeah that they like lived the explosion but it's you know when you hit the ocean at that speed it's concrete or whatever it's it's not the fall that kills you it's the sudden stop pretty much yeah yeah, yeah. super Shit. sad but also like well it's such a like is that one of the ones where it was like the they teach you about in like orga classes where it's like uh the uh oh. the pressure of the system to create a finished product that would be a hundred percent case study though yeah but it, be, that is what happened there correct yeah pretty much it was yeah. like nasa had this schedule to meet and they that's launched. what it was and then they yeah because what caused the explosion? There was an O-ring within one of the, like, side booster rockets that deteriorated. And mm-hmm. essentially, like, <clears throat> they were, like, the flame was coming out the side of the rocket. And then it just blew up, essentially. Mm. So. Well, because it's such a waste of, like, talented people just to oh, yeah. shoot them into the sky and blow them the fuck up. Right? Like, yeah. extremely bright, talented individuals. Right? Yeah. So. Yeah. But, yeah. It's pretty sad no is it well done is it a series or just one it's four episodes okay yeah, yeah. 40 minutes each yeah so no i haven't watched it maybe eventually i don't know they they do kind of cover that that bureaucracy a lot because mm-hmm. it was actually a, a subcontractor that was making the rockets nasa didn't make the rockets oh really yeah, interesting there's a third party and interesting and they're like no we can't launch it's too cold that day and then nasa was like well we, we gotta go yeah and they're like go. okay i guess you gotta go Hmm. crazy bro shit fucking i don't know where dude that's the thing with space like space travel is so like it's so fragile right oh yeah like it's it's just not it's pretty cool it's pretty inspiring to me but it's we're pretty far away from it in any like uh halo sense or whatever or star wars sadly mass effect sorry to report so cool sorry to report there was um because i was just because i went down the rabbit hole after watching that and they're like, the space shuttle was never like a finished product, nor was it ever like sanctioned or whatever. Like it was just those events were like there weren't enough launches to actually have this like certified safe vehicle. Oh, okay. okay so okay. every single time you fucking shot one of those in the air, it was a crash. It was like shoot. a work in progress. Pretty much. I see. Which is bonkers. So it's not like where, you know. It's not like what? an airplane. An airplane or a car where yeah. you can say this is definitively safe yeah. of these defects. It's not like the Ford Pinto or whatever where it explodes, yeah. right? Yeah. So, yeah. Which is, that's crazy. You got to have some balls. Yeah. You got to have some fucking balls. You got to have some steel balls. You ever watch The Right Stuff? That's a fucking good movie. No, what's that? That's like about the beginnings of the space program. And they're oh, okay. Fucking, oh, dude, you need to watch that movie. Fictional movie? Like real, fictionalized no, retelling? Fucking real book based on the book. But it's like all it's, real people. So it's a documentary or a movie? No, it's a movie. Like it's the movie. They, yeah. it's a book. Yeah, that's remade into a movie. Okay. Yeah, like, but all about real people. Right, right, right. It's kind a of retelling, a dramatized yes. retelling. Okay, yeah. gotcha, gotcha. Good fucking yeah. movie though. I think I've only ever watched like Space Cowboys, which was like Clint Eastwood and yeah, uh, Apollo thirteen. You watch that one, Tom mm-hmm. Hanks? Uh, I've seen parts of it. Yeah. R.I.P. What? Tom Hanks. Why? Oh, just Tom Hanks. Oh. COVID. He's not dead, though. No. But then he moved to a country. For not pedophilia. Yes. <laughs> you for, guys. Yes. Yeah. And there was an article written about how he's not a pedophile. Because yeah, he, he moved, moved to specifically Greece. for not pedophilia. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. 
fucking specific as shit. Dude, the best. Yeah. It was like one of those. It's like if you walk into the kitchen, like, and you leave out a bunch of cookies. Mm-hmm. And you walk into the kitchen, and your kid's like, oh, uh, uh, hey, uh, I had nothing. Hey, uh, how's it going? Nothing. Okay, bye. You're like, you probably stole a cookie. <laughs> so do what you will with that analogy. Pretty much. We're not saying anything is conclusive, but... But it's just weird for you to write a response article when there was no initial one. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> That's too bad. That really is too bad. Yeah, yeah, that's a sad one, dude. Such a, like, yeah. Fucking Hollywood, man. Yeah. Do you just get, I guess, do they just get bored? Or is it, like, actually, no, no. Who, who, where was I listening? I think, maybe this was, like, on an Andrew Schultz podcast, but I think they Mm -hmm. do that shit to, like, get you. Because they, it's all about power and leverage Mm -hmm. over you. And they want to, like, like, it's a two-part thing of, like, this is what you got to do to be in the club, and we all need to have this on each other, mm-hmm. so no one squeals and no one breaks the breaks the mold or ruffles feathers too much. Yeah, that's an interesting take on that. I yeah. I don't know what it is, but at the same time, I think it is kind of like I can get away with whatever because I'm in this position of, you know. Like, I do think it is partially that of ultimate. like a truly like a looking down upon your fellow man common man yeah and like yeah kind of a self-entitlement of like i i we run the world yeah there was that and like a very terrible terrible thing yeah right speaking of netflix did you see that fucking cuties movie shit that was going on like i've heard about it yeah no i didn't see the movie either but is it still isn't it like a european movie or something yeah it was a french movie okay okay yeah but did uh, it get taken down yet or no no i think it's still up but yeah, 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 yeah same been, thing. Same there's thing. been some deep, deep outcry about that one. Oh, yeah. yeah. It's pretty, it's super fucked up. And then there's a lot of people who are like, if you oppose this, you're X. And it's like, how the fuck? This is not a politicized issue. But it really shouldn't be, it but it somehow, it somehow is. It somehow is. It's somehow, <laughs> essentially, there was an article where it's like, somehow being anti-pedophilia is now a right-wing position. Yeah, and I saw like, that too, dude. Wait. Wait, wait, wait. Yeah, it's like, what, what are we doing? What are you doing? Back that up. Like, don't, let's not politicize that one. Yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Fuck is right. Yeah. I I mean, I'm never going to watch it, but the, there's a bunch of YouTubers that like, <clears throat> want, like there's individual YouTubers that watched it and are, were giving their take and they're like, okay. yeah, it's really bad. Like, <laughs> but I mean, here's the thing is like, if you fucking telling me it's really bad there's going to be people out there like oh is is it really bad like i have to go see it now because is it really bad you know what i mean like the sick people who won't feel the need to watch it or people will just watch it because when you drive past a car wreck that's exactly it it's like you said it was bad now i have to see how bad it is yes exactly and there is like yeah and that's a fucking human phenomenon condition yeah, it is. Yeah. Can't look away from the burning. It's like when you burn garbage. like when you ban books and then they become more popular. That's yeah, kind of the exactly. whole scenario too. For like yeah. Fuck. Something like right. that. Yeah, man, that's a fucked up one. The fact yeah. that got like like me cuz it's about uh is it not similar to I have no fucking idea. I know it's about like <laughs> Kid teenage dancers, correct? 
So supposedly the storyline at least goes like this is like there's this girl who's part of a pretty Is it a movie or is it a I think it's a movie. Or a series? Okay, it's I thought it was a documentary similar to like um No, it's a movie. Like those kid pageant shows where it's like the crazy uh, uh like uh oh, honey, fuck. Honey uh, Boo Boo. And, where yeah. the shows she came from. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. yeah, yeah. Fuck. No, it's uh, I think it's a movie. Okay. But anyway, it's like about a girl who's from a conservative family who is like I believe it's actually like she's Muslim. Oh, okay. And then she goes like they move or something, and then she like meets these girls who are like the in crowd, the cool. Sure, chicks. but also like the uh, how do I put this? The personification of Western culture. Ah, okay. And she becomes like them. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So it's kind of a, at least that's what I've heard is it's like a commentary in that direction. Oh, really? Yeah. Which is, uh, I don't know. Hmm. I don't know. Not I feel, good, dude. Not I feel good. like they're trying to make a story out of a movie that is blatantly fucking child porn or, or soft core child porn. Yeah, 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 for sure. Stupid. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. It's a fucked up one. Yeah. There's yeah. like some, you know how like people are like, well, it's art. There's some things where you got to be like, no, nah. Yeah. There's got to be like, no, nah, like, there has to be some sort of line. For there sure. has to definitely yeah. be a line between art and like, you gone too far. Yeah, exactly. So interesting. Fucked up. I don't know. I don't really want to fucking, what's the meme? I don't want to live on this planet anymore or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fucking yeah. Elon, get the fucking get spaceship. Get fuck out of there. Get the spaceship going. Yeah. Let's go. Fire it up. We'll be the principality of moon land. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> Something like that. Moon Space land. land. <laughs> moon land. I don't know. But, um, <laughs> dude, I heard this thing. I was listening to the Lex Friedman episode on Joe Rogan, most recent one. Yep. Looking good. Oh, yeah. Nice. Um, Where, so someone at Tesla, the guy who's in charge of um, their autonomous vehicle division or something, Mm -hmm. he basically said, because the concept they were talking about was kind of like, well, simple ideas that describe large things. And then they were talking about like the theory of everything and how like a simple binary system eventually creates like computers and so on and so forth. Mm -hmm. But if you kind of strip a system down, uh, he said, this guy said, uh, if you, all the sun had to do was beam protons at the earth for long enough. And it eventually starts making Tesla's and shooting them back at it. Right. (laughs) 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 When you think about it, that's what the world is, right? Yeah. I had such a, like, profound moment. Like, they just quickly said the statement and kind of laughed about it. And I, like, paused. I'm like, holy fuck. (laughs) (laughs) You literally take a habitable planet, shoot protons, or photons, photons. Photons, yeah. Photons at it from the sun. Yeah. And eventually, it makes cars and starts shooting versions of itself off into space. That's so fucking crazy. That's wild. Yeah. But I like the line, and it eventually starts making Teslas. (laughs) (laughs) There's, like, that... There's like the three, uh, what's the, there's the three, it's not like races, but the three phases of a race or a, of a planetary system or something where okay. it's like, where your phase one is like super 
unexplored of the galaxy or whatever phase two is like you have harnessed the power of your sun or something and are able to like go around your solar system and then like a free phase three civilization is civilization the right word i'm looking for i think it is Mm -hmm. you like start exploring other solar systems and galaxies Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. yeah that was a really shitty way of explaining it but so this is a like a so-and-so concept right i'm assuming i need to use my phone because i fucking don't have internet on there but yeah and we're obviously like you're saying we're moving towards phase two right of like being a spacefaring civilization yes well the idea they talked about is the Mm -hmm. only way humans can really feasibly be spacefaring um is if you can digitize a personality and a consciousness into some sort of Uh, either a computer or like a uh robotic form that can be that can be shot into space for a thousand years and yeah. land somewhere and be living, right? Well, I guess, I, I mean, are you really then a human? I don't know. What makes you human? Is it the bones and muscle and fat and skin, or is it, or is it the yeah. consciousness? Ah, uh, here we go. The Kardashev scale. A type one civilization, also called a planetary civilization, can use and store all the energy available on its planet. So I guess we're not even a type one civilization yet. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. A type 2 civilization, also called a stellar civilization, can use and control energy at the scale of its planetary system. So, of the solar system, you would have control of all the energy produced by the sun. And then finally, a type 3 civilization, also called a galactic civilization, can control (laughs) energy at the scale of its entire host galaxy. You can't have the word galactic in your title and not sound pretty fucking cool. (laughs) I want to be a galactic civilization. Yeah. Born too soon to explore the world, or born too soon to explore space. Born Born to er, no, born too late to explore the earth. Born just in time (laughs) to browse dank memes. Exactly, I believe actually the line. Exactly, that's exactly what. Yeah, it is. Born too late to explore the earth. Born too er early to explore space. Born just in time to browse dank memes. Exactly. Something like that. I guess we're in a good time. It's, it's a good timeline <laughs> thus far. That's what I was going for, though. That sounds a lot more intelligent than I did five minutes ago. <laughs> but anyway, yeah, that that's that's some interesting thought because there's probably at least a Type Two civilization out there. When you get, oh yeah, like we can't really. Have you ever seen the thing where like a video is zooming out where it's like, oh yeah, like it's where here's. I think it's a girl lying on the ground or something is how it starts. Yeah. But then it basically showed, like, when you really, uh, Andromeda is our next nearest galaxy. Like, it's so indescribably far apart. And then when you think about it, there's billions of those out there. (laughs) There's no way there's not something. If not at least another Earth with someone at our vague level of civilization, right? That's an interesting... So, I have a question for you. I don't know if you've ever thought about this. Is there, does that support like the multi dimensions or is it all one dimension, which is with an infinite, well, not infinite, but definitely a fuck ton of universes in where there may be parallel universes? Oh, um, so, well, it's kind of a two pronged question because mm. is there intelligent life in our universe? I'd say yes, right? Mm. What it looks like. 
you know, I think we, there's a plausibility that maybe we're the most advanced ones and everyone else is far behind us. And that's just how long life takes to develop. Right. And we're, we're too early in the spacefaring timeline, Mm -hmm. born just in time to browse dank memes. Right. But, um, as for the multiverse theory, it's as equally possible as it is impossible right like that or it's as equally plausible as it is implausible in terms of yeah the odds are inf- infinite that it I- exists and odds are infinite that it doesn't exist kind of thing but supposedly there's some stuff that now shows um when they um regarding antimatter and some like particle physics that mm-hmm. suggests there is alternate universes yeah because they can somehow how the fuck is, is it? Is this within quantum physics? Or? It's within quantum... Well, so there's quantum entanglement or something, which I yeah. don't understand or am not read up on. But apparently they've done recent experiments where they can have like a proton exist in two places at once or yeah. something like that, but yeah. it's the same proton, yeah. which suggests there's some... That somehow equates to there's an alternate universe. I don't fucking know. Apparently they did something recently that suggests that i do know that entanglement at least is that if you affect something over here it that's affects, what it is yeah it affects something over here but they've like actually proven it it's not just like a theory oh yeah anymore. and it at the like not molecular excuse me molecular level but like much smaller than that the atomic level mm-hmm. maybe even smaller than the atomic level that's where it's a phenomenon yeah but we're talking about like this is essentially the fernie paradox is like you're familiar with that which one is that again? This is the one where it's like, well, if there's so many intelligent life forms out there, why have we met, not met them? Yeah. Right? Right. And that's like, I don't know. That one that one boggles my mind too. Well, is that does that tie to the theory of like, well, there's a whole bunch of theories of like um either like uh well actually no, these are all different theories, but I just mm-hmm. saw them explained in one video. Mm-hmm. But it was basically like if you look on YouTube, why haven't we discovered intelligent life or something mm-hmm. like that? And, you know, a lot of the theories are like, well, perhaps society eventually becomes a singularity. Therein, it would have no need to travel the stars or you wouldn't really detect it. Mm-hmm. Uh, or there's kind of like a, uh, there's a hump to get over of a civilization. Whereas you get more and more complex and discover nuclear capabilities, you have to get over the hump of not killing each other, mm. right? In order to become a spacefaring. And the scary part is perhaps Earth is past that point and we're the first ones to get past it, or perhaps we're still before that point, right? Mm. Um, and there's a, we, we've actually talked about this concept, I believe, in some of these other ones. But yeah. um, no, I think, uh, see, I think that is, um, if there is intelligent life in the universe, they are still bound by the same uh, laws of gravity, laws of gravity and speed of light yeah. as we are. Yeah. Right. True. Um, so that's probably why. And then again, I think it's kind of, um, we, uh, uh, perhaps we grossly underestimate how long life takes to develop Could be. and consciousness takes to develop. Yeah. Right. Um, Cause it's not just, perhaps there's life out there on inhabitable planets, but for at some point, they didn't start eating each other's bone marrow and develop prefrontal cortexes. So there's just planets of like animals out there, right? Could so be. perhaps we're the most advanced ones, right? I like, I like the theory that we're so dumb that any like, th- <laughs> you know, yeah. more intelligent being being would be like, uh, it's just a planet of ants again. Yeah. 
and then well, just move on. Well, either that or they would uh, – you'd probably monitor them, right? If maybe. We, if you maybe. found a – if you were intelligent enough to travel through the universe and detect other habitable planets that mm-hmm. have intelligent life, mm-hmm. you would probably be so sophisticated that you can watch from a distance and just keep an eye on things, right? Mm. And be like, oh, hang on. These monkeys who poop and fuck all the time might blow the fuck out of each other. Let's let's calm let's calm shit down here, right? They're getting too close. <laughs> that's, yeah, that's exactly, exactly. Fucking Futurama is a great show because it explores a lot of that shit. It's actually a more like meta show than it is. People give it credit oh. for. Oh yeah, the one I need to watch that show. The one is that on? That's not Netflix or anything. They kind of take it on and off, if I'm not mistaken. Uh, I don't know if it's currently on Netflix. Uh, I think I should right. actually like. I only I never like s- would intentionally watch that show. I'd be like watching The Simpsons. It would be on after, so I yeah. just see it in random spurts. Yeah, because it's a Matt groaning as well. Yeah, wouldn't watch it like sequentially if yeah. that makes sense. Yeah. Uh, still the best episode of the one where Bender plays God. That one's fucking. Awesome. I don't remember that one, but you were saying. Yeah. Well, he, he it, it almost explores that because he's like he plays God and like these like little people start growing on him and then they like advance to the point of nuclear capability and then they fucking blow up themselves. Oh really? Yeah. Yeah. yeah it's, uh, such dark humor, but mm-hmm. yeah, exactly. Pretty funny. If you, uh, it's one of the love death and robots or whatever, mm-hmm. um, where it's actually like a live action actors it's actually yeah Topher grace is one of them okay. but they move into this apartment and they open their freezer and there's like a small tiny civilization in their <laughs> freezer okay and then the it eventually develops and it's like a it's just them watching it but it's a hyperlapse of they grow from like caveman to a super advanced civilization and then eventually uh nuclear war and fallout and then destroy themselves right uh I don't know. I think we fetishize our demise a little too much. We do, but also, I think we fear too much, too, Mm. in that we, you know, because it's like maybe, because essentially, and this is the conversation I was having today with Harrison Chaka, shout out, friend and past past guest, Um, the conversation we were having was essentially uh, about COVID, and it was like, well, here's the thing is the fear is instilled because when we die, we think that that's the end and that there's no con- continuity afterward mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. where there could be. Who yeah. knows, right? Hmm. Interesting. Yeah. I guess if you knew for sure, you would have no real fear of anything. No, right? you wouldn't. That's the... Hypothetically. We were in a philosophy class and my teacher drew like the... You know what the prisoner's dilemma is? Yes. Yeah. And it was like, here's the thing. If you believe in a heaven and there's also a hell Mm -hmm. and the outcomes are eternal salvation or eternal damnation, even if they weren't real would you still live your life in a way that would lead you to eternal salvation or damnation? And obviously you would lead your life, even if there was no eternal salvation, the prospect of eternity in salvation, you would choose that Mm -hmm. over damnation every single time. Mm -hmm. Interesting concept. 
Right, right. Yeah. Hmm. I haven't really thought of it as the prisoner's dilemma. He essentially drew, like, seriously, he on the board, he drew the fucking grid. The he's box like, or whatever. Yeah, he's yeah. like, heaven, no heaven. <laughs> <laughs> and it was like, hell, no hell. And it was like, well, pretty clear choice, I yeah, guess. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, that's kind of my philosophy is, you know, even if you do everything, don't do everything a thousand percent. Mm-hmm buy the book whatever said book maybe well <laughs> my, uh, my mic ran away from me on that one nice um this is what i'm trying to do at least if you're moving in that direction though you're doing good mm-hmm. yeah well no what the point i was gonna make is just just one nice clear audio. Yeah. Uh, live a life you're willing to answer for is oh, kind of what yeah. I think of, right? That's a, that's so a good even point. if you do something not so good, mm-hmm. at least try to justify it, or well, not try to justify it, but be willing to answer for it, hmm. rather than make an excuse. Just say, yeah, right? Like I, I did X. Yeah, that's a good point. I like the David Goggins take on it. What is? He was on a show and he was like, when you die, you meet the guy you could have been Mm -hmm. and then you essentially look back on your life and be like did i measure up to Mm -hmm. the guy i could have could have could have been could have been yeah and then it's like and then that kind of drives you in that direction Mm -hmm. i even was thinking about that during covid times Mm -hmm. where i kind of had like a meta thought and a lot of things i well a lot of things I've been thinking about were that a lot of these profound religious concepts or spiritual concepts mm-hmm. may be a little more like literal and proverbial than you realize, right? Definitely. Such as meeting the person you could have been, mm-hmm. right? You don't literally meet a guy who poof and is like, what the hell, Josh? <laughs> right? But um, <laughs> you, you could have benched 350. Yeah. <laughs> bro i never realized your natural potential um no but it's more so that the, the remorse and regret and thoughts you have mm-hmm. in your on your deathbed sort of thing mm-hmm. is you in the meta way meeting who you could have been yeah right yeah so it's also like a lot of these like kind of buddhist spiritual like achieving some of these thoughts of enlightenment mm-hmm. in like let's call it like a very kind of buddha-esque sense yeah are almost easier to come to and realize than you thought right mm. yeah the, the the realization i'm coming to mm-hmm. is that a lot of these guys who are you know self-proclaimed gurus mm-hmm. they just recycling the teachings of the bible and other spirituality slash religions <laughs> when you really right. get down to do it. Do you mean like modern day spiritual people or just motivational people or? Take any guru mm-hmm. and the. Name name names. Uh, I don't know. Fucking let me think here for a second. Like David Goggins or Grant Cardone or fucking Gary V or any of them. Mm-hmm. You're just espousing like you want to live up to your full potential and that's like really these are just consistent themes 
throughout history. If you read fucking Marcus Aurelius from right, I was about to say if you read ago, Greek philosophers, they yeah talk about very similar things. Yeah, right. Yeah, it's almost it almost makes you a bit of an objectivist where it's like, are these just the things that are discoverable in themselves? Do they yeah. exist? Do these concepts just simply exist, and we just have to find them? Right. Yeah. It's just the human experience that that's we're exactly it, all right? living. But it's that's a that's part of it too, where people, you know, even people who lived two thousand years ago, mm-hmm. yes, their society was less complex technologically, but um, their level of uh, co- cognizance, yeah, cognition, co- yeah, their level of cognition, yeah. would be pretty similar to ours, all things considered. Definitely, right? yeah. Um, so they had the same human experience as us. So it's, it's no wonder you just eventually discover those same ideas, but Mm. it's also, you have to like discover them and realize them for yourself. That's yeah. That's definitely a realization. Yeah. Yeah. You have to go through the walk of life Mm -hmm. to get to that final conclusion, which is everybody has to go through on their own and everybody has their own path too. You start treating people nicer when you realize that. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You're just looking up a... I had a good quote that I... Because oh, I okay. like... So if I see something interesting, what I do, not to be like um, too, too cheesy about it, but um, without without being inspirational mm-hmm. or looking for inspiration. Yep. If I see like a good line or something, what I'll do is I'll email it to myself, but like schedule the email for like two months from now or ah, something like okay. that. Like or that. like I'll schedule it for like, I have one scheduled for like two years, a year from, I have one scheduled for a year from August. Okay. Where I was like, sit down and make a um, 10 year plan. So I actually did that this year. Mm-hmm. Right. And then I scheduled a one-year reminder from that date to go back and revisit it and perhaps make another one and so on and so forth. Interesting. Or to see that you accomplished 10 years in one year. <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Which right. Would be awesome. Um, that's, that's pretty good. I like that. And then, or like I, if I see an idea, um, I think this is a drawer. Um, let me bring up this quote. You are, uh, Jordan Peterson, you're going to pay a price for everything you do and everything you do not do. You do not get to choose to not pay a price. You get to choose which poison you are going to take. That's it. That is, yeah. And I, you know, I'll copy the link and email it to myself in the future or something. Yeah. Just for little reminders to, you know, kick my own butt. Right? I like that. I send myself Roll the Dice by uh, Charles Bukowski. It's uh, a poem, but it, there's a thing of Lex Friedman reading it on the Joe Rogan podcast. Uh, okay. It's the one, it's, if you're going to try go all the way, it's yeah. the main line. Yeah. Um, that sort of shit. And I seem to know myself surprisingly well, because sometimes I'll get it on like a Thursday afternoon when I'm just sitting around. I'm like, fuck yeah. <laughs> right. <laughs> so I don't know. I, I like the Gmail email scheduling. That's a, that's a good idea. I really what like doing that. that in here. Um, or if I like see something that I want to do marketing wise, then I just schedule the email to myself. That's a totally different thing. Yeah. Um, well, I was going to say, because like when I'm reading Twitter, for example, I open up a text file and if I see a tweet I really like, mm. I take it and I put it in the text file and I use it as a prompt for a journal in the oh, future. Oh, interesting. Yeah. 
I like that idea. Actually. Yeah. So it's like, or, or like I take an idea and then I expand upon it mm-hmm. in a journal and like use my own oh. words, obviously. Yeah. Shit. I yeah. like that actually. Yeah. That's a good idea because a lot of the times I like bookmark them and then go go back to them later. But sometimes you read it and you like sit down and rethink about it. Right. Yeah. Because so, it's so funny that like hearing some concept that perhaps it's a concept you even vaguely knew, yeah. but the wording is tweaked in just the right way that mm-hmm. it all of a sudden just makes complete and utter sense. Yeah, it like, just hits home. Yeah. Yeah. Like it's it's almost as if there's just a code you crack and then all of a sudden you you understand the idea. Like yeah. there was there's a line here and before you got to this line you did not know the concept and once you stepped past it you now suddenly What's the knew term it. I'm looking for activation threshold or whatever? <laughs> That sounds like it describes what I'm talking about. Yeah. This is a fancy sounding word. T- Twitter is so underrated for ideas. Like Twitter is, mm-hmm. it, by and large, I think my favorite social media platform. It actually, it's the one that's the most positive yeah. for me. Yeah. Granted, like, and there's a few guys I follow on here who are kind of more inspirational or whatever. Yeah. Or like treat, tweet good ideas, but then they'll still kind of talk about political shit. And that's yeah. why I deleted Twitter for a while because I just didn't like, yeah. like it's just Oh, absolutely you who, you constant. Who, right? Yeah, you who get dragged down forever. It's very hard to filter it out too, right? It is. But the one thing that I've really been doing with, and that's a prime example, is using it as a tool and using it intentionally and in where I use it to, you know, fucking write a blog post or who knows where that goes yeah, down sure. the road. I really like that idea. Actually, I'm going to steal that. Yeah. Well, I'm going to steal your tenure, send yourself a year. That's yeah. a year later. That's a good idea. <laughs> Don't, there's still some funny memes on here that I've saved, but uh, <laughs> what do we got here? <laughs> oh, dude, the, like the Twitter um, going to your liked posts or whatever. Uh, that's always yeah. a gold oh, yeah. mine. <laughs> the e-commerce ideal life. <laughs> that one's good. I like that, that one. That one's fucking funny. Yeah. yeah. We'll have to link that one. It's almost like, the, but there is kind of a, I don't know. There's almost like if you follow every guru's advice yeah. or any any person out there giving advice, okay. you'd have to work 24 hours a day doing all their little daily rituals. You so would. it's kind of it really is that's one thing I realized is finding what works for you is just super important too. Yeah, right? you have to know yourself. Yeah, exactly. You have to know yourself. So Yeah. if and you know it's okay if you're not good at getting up at 5 a.m. Or if you yep. naturally get up at 5 a.m., perfect, yep. and yep. so on and so forth. L- little things like that yep. where what works for one person won't necessarily work for 100%. you. So it's, yeah, that, I don't know. Just really realizing that for me I think is important. Yeah, I've I've been a lot more on the, the 5 a.m. train because I, it just for me, I realize that, like, if I don't, my day just kind of, like, gets away from me. So I've definitely started mm. moving back in that direction. But yeah, fuck, if you're waking up at nine and you're still like, I mean, if you wake up at nine and you go to bed at fucking midnight, it's the same amount of sleep that I'm getting. You're just doing it at a different time of day, you mm-hmm. know? So mm-hmm. it's like, whatever, do whatever works for you and your, and some people are night people. Yeah. Oh I, yeah, for I'm sure. not. See, I'm more leaning the opposite way of like, I'm not that I'm not a morning person. Mm-hmm. I just don't do well at getting a like it's funny because as a little kid i woke up at 6 a.m yeah every single day like it's just how my biological clock was yeah but now i'm not very good at getting up i think every particularly kid does that, early though, which is weird no i was excessive like the really? first time the first numbers i knew were six zero zero because my parents were like you cannot come out of your bedroom until it says six zero zero 
Like, what a nightmare. But, like, as a little kid and on weekends and shit, I'd be up at 6 and, like... But that's why Saturday morning cartoons were always, like, in the... Or very... Or like, they started yeah, in the early yeah. morning. They did. Yeah. Dude, I could watch... But... So, they would also have a rotation of the after-school cartoons in the morning. Right. So, I would watch a lot of my cartoons before school because I was up so early and I had to what? kill, like, an hour and a half. Shit. Right? Which is hilarious. That's funny. But, um... Yeah, yeah. Anyways, but anyways, no, now as an adult, I'm not a great, great morning. Not Like, I don't want to use the word, like, I'm not a morning person, because that just makes you sound lazy, and I think mm. that is laziness, but no, I I'm more a sell it, like, later in the day, yeah. personally. No, I think that that's, like, our society that's saying that. It's just like, oh, well, you're not a morning person, so you can't go to work at 8 a.m. Like, that's just, like, our mm. social yeah, conditioning. Yeah, yeah. Frankly. So, yeah, I don't know. I like to do work in the evening, and that's, yeah. for me, a little more better creative time, I find. Yeah, for me, it's uh, after about 7 p.m., I'm fucking tapped out. There's nothing. Yeah. There's nothing in the tank. Nothing in the mind. I, uh, one tweet that I just, I was trying to find a good one for those samples. Yeah. But I can't find any good ones. Um, well, even the man who gives up on himself ined- inevitably turns his hatred towards everyone who hasn't. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck. Um, what else do we got here? Action eliminates anxiety. That's a good one. That's a conclusion I've come to a long time ago, though. Because I definitely know that, like, if I'm not doing something, I feel like shit. Well, it's if you're not doing something to get towards that thing that is making you anxious, right? Because a lot of times, a lot of anxiety, like, there are people with chronic conditions, for sure. Mm. But a lot of the times, it's about... Anxiety is basically feeling bad about procrastination in a way yeah like they're like it's some daunting task and you're you feel unsettled about it mm-hmm. but the way to get over it for most people is to do something about it definitely right yeah uh here's a good one it's a 48 laws of power bot <clears throat> <laughs> a monkey was carrying two handfuls of peas one little pea dropped out he tried to pick it up and spilt 20 he tried to pick up the 20 and spilt them all then he lost his temper scattered the peas in all directions, and ran away. Fables, Leo Tol- Tolstoy, 1828 to 1910. Hmm. That okay. was a good one for me because yeah. sometimes I get, uh, you may not know this about me, Josh, working <laughs> together, but sometimes when little things aren't correct, I fucking lose my shit, right? Yeah. And, it's, and it's more about focus on the big thing right little little things will spill off here and there but yeah you know you you it's a big picture thing and sometimes chasing chasing that little item you lose all the rest yeah that's very true yeah i like uh actually speaking of joe rogan he was i heard him say on one of his shows recently he was like he was talking about um his new studio and Mm. moving to austin and stuff yeah and he was like oh yeah that well my goal was to get here and build this studio Right. And he was like, yeah, my goal was move to Austin, build this studio. Then it's get a club, then get a ranch, then get a comedy podcast ranch. And I'm like, oh shit, maybe there's something to having just like one goal that's like measurable, but like specific. That's like build a new podcast studio. So then your goals on each day aren't like, okay, I need to email back Jerry and do this and do this and do this. It's like, this is my big picture item. Like, just figure out all the shit uh, uh, along the way. Yeah. But it's like, I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this. And it's almost, 
better have like four simple things you're going to do over the next two years. Yeah. And then fill in the days with whatever you need to get you there. Yeah. That's a, or the Scott Adams take on it, which is like, don't even have goals, have systems. Yeah, exactly. I like, I was, I really like that. See, I, I definitely like that. And then it's good to build systems and stuff. Yeah. Cause the only thing you can control is the, your day to day. So yep. it is good to build each day, but I, I don't know. I think it's just good to like have like a simple thing and then not worry about the small shit in many ways. Yeah. That's a good, I'm not articulating this concept well, but it's it's something that works for me where it's like, I want to build a website and I need to build, there's a, well, there's probably a hundred components of that website. Right. But like, that's exactly it. Yeah. But it's like, well, okay. I have this overarching goal. Mm -hmm. Now it's like, okay. So if I want to move in that direction, then today I got to build the footer. Mm -hmm. There you go. Or I want to write a book. Okay. Now I have to write a page. And breaking it up. Yeah, into, break it down yeah. into little things. Yeah. 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 For me, it's um, even on like a six to 12 month timeline, mm-hmm. it's like getting caught up too much in the day to day and not being like, what are these important things I need to do? But also to kind of quantify it or like feeling a little overwhelmed with a bunch of projects I need and want to do, mm-hmm. but kind of like needing to organize and prioritize them. Right. Yeah. That's, that's a valid point too. I think as long as you're just moving in the general right direction, mm-hmm. if you do something like, cause there's days where you, there's shitty days. Yeah. You know, but if you did something, at least if you at least did one thing that day that moved you in the right direction, it was still, it's still a win. Mm-hmm. It's, it's just difficult to look at it in the moment where it's like, yeah. fuck that day was shitty, but. Oh shit. I got a good one to talk about on this. Nice. Um, Andy Frisella thing. Uh, podcast he did uh, recently called A Thousand Days is the title. Okay. And his thing was, what were you doing a thousand days ago? Right? Okay. And to bring you to your goals. Mm -hmm. So it's like, what have you done over the last thousand days to improve your life, achieve your goals, et cetera. Right? There's not that much time. It's three years. Yeah, about three years. Right? But it's a really interesting idea of like, but for me personally, when I went, I actually went and was like, I Googled how long was it a, a thousand days ago, mm-hmm. right? And it actually, funnily enough, was approximately the time we more or less called it quits on Veritas. Yeah. <laughs> the day I looked it up. Yeah. So it was kind of interesting just to think about like how much has changed over that time, but it doesn't sound like that big of a number. No. So it's a good reminder to yourself of it's all about the little days in, days out. And then it's also like, did you give it your all that last thousand days? I can confidently say, no, I did not every single day. And yep. I don't think anyone really could. No. But is the overall directing positive? Yes. Oh, yeah. But uh, so celebrate your wins for sure. But then it, it was just a really interesting number because it's not too big, not too small. No. Three. And it, it almost is like, okay, a thousand days in my mind is somehow more manageable than thinking of three years. Oh, yeah. Because a thousand days, it's like, okay. Do I need to like just achieve one big task each day? That's all I need to do, right? You know what I'm saying? Like yeah. uh, it's, and then it's yeah. I don't know. So what were you doing a thousand days ago, and what are you going to be doing a thousand days from now? Hmm. Hmm. I'll leave you with this thought: You have thirty thousand days to live. She. Yep, that's about right. That's about ninety years, right? Yeah. 
That's also an hour. Perfect. <laughs> uh, is it exactly an hour? Yes. Okay. Before that, um, Sober October, fucking, I'm thinking we should do, you know, Andy Frisella's 75 hard thing he does? Yes. Do that, but then just modified to 30 days. 30 days. I'll do fucking straight 75 with you if you want. I might try it. Might not. Don't be a bitch. <laughs> uh, I like to have a beer sometimes, <laughs> so, yeah. Uh one of the guys on uh, Instagram, or well, one of our classmates is doing it. Um, yeah, yeah, I saw that. Yeah. Um, but point being with that is because um, we wanted to make Sober October a little more challenging this year. For those of our regular that listeners, that would be challenging. This would be actually that quite be hard for those of us yeah. who, for those of you who have listened all this way. I assume you're someone who listens regularly enough that you'd probably be interested in doing Sober October. Yeah. So uh, shoot one of us a message or give us a text or whatever. Uh, or if you're interested, just DM us on the uh, show account. Mm-hmm. So 75 hard. And if you just Google Andy Frisella 75 hard, um, it'll come up. But the rules are, so each day you have to do two 45-minute workouts. Mm-hmm. One workout must be outdoors. Follow a diet. No alcohol or cheat meals. Read 10 pages, one gallon of water, and take a progress pick progress picks just for you obviously you don't have to share that anywhere yeah um and then it should be a nice enough october that the outdoor workout should be easy so i know i knew a guy who did it like in the midst of winter so yeah 10 pages is fairly easy that's i'm assuming his rule is based on 10 pages of a real book so if you're reading like on your phone it, it, has, be to, like, it has to be a re- well it has to be like a real book or ebook it can't yeah. be an audio book but like an ebook on your phone excuse me you should probably do like, I don't know, 30 pages. I'm just thinking how much text fits on one slide. Yeah. You know the, what I mean? Well, do the Kindle app or whatever, and then there's actually the pages on it. it. Yeah, but if you look at this, like this book I'm reading right now, like, what do you granted, read? The, it's The War of Art. Okay. Yeah. Have you read that? No. No. Would recommend. Okay. Um, well, now, this is a bad one because each page is like just a little idea. Yeah. Here's one. But this is not the same amount of text as, as one. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? It's not. It's not. So if you're pages. reading on your uh, iPhone, you probably have to do like 30 pages. Fair say. enough. So yeah. I'm reading. And it's just uh, a scout's honor. I was trying to think yeah. how to do it as a competition, but it's gonna be way too hard. So I don't no, know. No, it's just push yourself. An accountability group. An accountability group. Yeah. We'll do that again because I feel like that helped a lot of people. Yep. Yeah. Uh, let's do that. Calling out you. Two girls, one broadcast. Well, fucking uh, Phil Jong swears by this. Like this is oh, his, this, this is, is his thing. This is his whole thing. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah, there you go. So that's that. Sober October, hard mode. Fuck, boys right. and girls. Sounds good. Well, we wanted something hard, did we not? So that is correct. There you go. Okay. All right. We'll see you all next week. Goodbye. <laughs>